If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM, let's create. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And hmm. not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Hi, y'all. I'm Julie. Hi there. I'm Brenda. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. Now, y'all need to know that we're obsessed with everything on the other side. Yes, we are. Because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, life is going to be more fun and much more serene. Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest, Bryn, Earth School is hard. In fact, you taught me that. Let's crush Earth School together. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome, everyone. Oh, shit, that was really loud. I think we should keep that. Don't edit that out. <laughs> that's so Because that's going to wake everybody up. So if it's somebody's listening at 6 a.m., it will be their alarm. Is me saying welcome. Or a heart attack. Or a heart attack. <laughs> oh, fine, fine. <laughs> so before we get started, I just have to, because you know how I like to confess something. Once an episode. And every episode, and sometimes multiple confessions. But this confession, I think everybody needs to know today's picture day. It's picture day. And it is your nightmare day, <laughs> is picture day. And it's also mine because I feel like a drag queen. <laughs> I never wear makeup. She has mascara. I on. do, and I hate mascara. Oh my God. It's like I can't see. I can't. Um, but I, it is my nightmare because I don't, I, I don't, I don't wear makeup. I uh, rarely actually brush my hair. And I have nightmares from old picture days. Who are you? You don't brush your hair. I know, hair. barely. No, but in detail. Margaret would not be impressed. No, no, Margaret won't be. be she's going to show up, isn't she? And if she shows up, let us all know, do your, well, I get the impression mm-hmm. that Margaret <laughs> thinks you should brush your hair, Julie. Um, but I, when I was five. Just so you know, my mom sold school pictures. So when you say picture day, that meant something completely different in oh, our household. That meant yeah. you're going out for dinner. As money was coming in, uh, right? <laughs> so I cut my hair, my own hair when I was five. On picture day. On picture day, yeah. Unsupervised. I Unsupervised, <laughs> I cut my own hair. I did not do that today. 
So I didn't want to embarrass you with that. <laughs> All right. So today's picture day. Everybody needs to know we're both terribly uncomfortable with it, and I feel like I can barely move. Um, but t- so what we're going to do is we are going to get to know Brenda today, and today is actually called Brenda the Good Witch. Actually, <laughs> it's really called Brenda the Hot Witch, as you guys will see. Because of the glam squad. <laughs> because, because you'll see when you see the photos that Brenda is one hot witch. So that is actually was going to, is officially going to be Brenda the Hot Witch, not the Good <laughs> yeah, Witch. No. Um, so I have to – another confession. We're two confessions in, and we're not even a couple minutes in. But I'm one of the luckiest fuckers in the world um, to know you. Um, and I think that everyone should know that you um, you kind of saved me in so many ways. And one is I'm funny today because of you, because I was grieving so hard when we met and you really helped me through that process. And I've gotten to know you so well over the years that I think everybody else should get to know you. So what we're going to do is invite you all in to get to know Brenda the Hot Witch. <laughs> Don't um, not say that. Yeah, I'm saying it. <laughs> no, I am. No. Because part of my job, I think, with this is to make you uncomfortable, just in life in general, because we grow, right? through discomfort. Um, So we're going to start with a a brand new segment that I want to call Silly Ass Questions. I bet nobody else, no podcast has a segment called Silly Ass Questions, but I think that we will be the first. And because it's Silly Ass Questions, I encourage everybody at home to play along. So our first Silly Ass Question to get to know Brenda the Good slash Hot, which, um, and you can only pick one when we go through this, Bren. Are you ready? I'm ready. Bring it. To just pick one. (laughs) I'm ready. All right. If you had to choose New York or L.A., who would you choose? New York. New York? The land of pee? (laughs) It smells like urine. You have to unpack that. (laughs) You can't just say In August, it smells a lot like urine on the sidewalks. That's why. That's actually true. It is true. All right. So you pick New York. Yes. All right. Okay. My, My brother took me there when I was a teenager, and I just fell in love with it. He taught me how to ride the subways. <laughs> oh, all right. That's fair. There's no subway really in L.A., so. There is a very small one, but hardly, no, hardly the same. No, it's not. It's terrible, actually. It's the worst <laughs> public transportation in the United States of America. Um, second question, rom-com or horror? Okay. So there's a pause there. Or how about a horror uh, rom-com? <laughs> First of all, it has to be a classic rom-com. It has to be, you know. Worthy of watching, and I don't do horror ever. Oh, chicken shit! I know. I, I have You're nightmares. Chicken shit. I have nightmares. I, I, Although you sent me the script for a horror movie, you may recall. I did Poltergeist, right? And I, my response to you was that was so funny. I thought it was a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will tell you what I thought was so interesting. Because um, I could write a book about things I've learned from you. Oh wait, I did. <laughs> but one of the things that I learned from you. Um, about horror movies was when actors are playing these parts, the other side doesn't know we're acting, right? right? So note to self, everyone, be very prepared and protect yourself if you are an actor or actress in a horror film or even on a play or something like that because energetically, right? Yes, so an example, for example, uh, we have a friend who's a Broadway actor, and he was playing a role that he com- he commits suicide. The role commits suicide by hanging. And This is not a fun story, uh, I'm gathering. Um, I, I can't remember what it is. Is it Greece that has someone that 
It's actually oh, it was a great. Really, I, I'm trying. I think it was Greece. Okay. That was someone who committed suicide. Not the country, but the musical. The musical. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm here to help. <laughs> Thank you. And so we were having dinner with our dear friend Paul, and super talented, super seasoned professional. And he's like, I've never had this problem before, but I'm having problems with my voice. You know, I'm doing eight shows a week, and the run's going great, but I, you know, my I'm having this <clears throat> in my throat, and that never has happened before. I'm like, yeah, that's because. Energetically, you are tying a noose around your neck eight days a week. And so we cleared uh, up the pattern, and he never had a problem after that. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, this is real. It's a real thing. Yeah. So if you are in a situation like this, call Brenda, <laughs> the hot wit, Or just and tell, she can your, help you. tell your energy field, like, this is pretend, and then cancel clear after each performance. Right. So that's why you don't like horror. Yeah, well, I just, yeah. You just no, don't. There's no need. All right, fine. Okay. <laughs> Our school's hard enough. <laughs> Our next question of silly-ass questions. Uh, yoga or Yoda? They are the same. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same. Yeah. You pick one. No. The, the rules, you pick one. They are the same option. They, you pick one. <laughs> one is a creature, one is a cult. When you think you about what, one. what Yoda says, it is absolutely the same thing any yogi would say. Oh, shit. So it's the same one. No, no, I should no ask choices. You, I should ask you the hard questions that I had before. <laughs> we'll get to those later. <laughs> yeah, we will get to those. But that's bullshit. You had to pick one. They're okay. the same option. <laughs> Fine. Okay, so now it's time for a quick round of what's your favorite. I promise we'll get into uh, more serious stuff as we move <laughs> along here, folks. But this part, I think, even though we're getting to know Brenda better, it's more to humor me. Um, all right, you can only answer one of these. It's truth, right? Um Favorite TV psychic or favorite TV witch? I will give you a broader option than TV psychic. I have options. I like You have options. Fine. You're welcome. (laughs) So favorite TV psychic. First of all, you have to pay homage to John Edward because he was putting himself out there in a way that made the work we do accessible and not scary. And he's an amazing talent. So all those things are absolutely true. So So he's your number one. Well, he's one. He's tied. <laughs> he, he's absolutely high on the list. And then I grew up with Bewitched, Elizabeth Montgomery. Yes! <laughs> Talk about a sexy witch. Oh, my God. She was so hot and so playful and so, um, you know, just awesome. And she had a twin herself. I know. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want to have Selena. a twin that's themselves, right? <laughs> and I also grew up with, like, this. my mom is so great. And she would literally say to me, you can be anything you want when you grow up. And I would lay in bed and say, I wish I were bewitched. I wish I were bewitched. I wish I were bewitched. Well, congratulations, Brenda. That's what you are. <laughs> you are in a podcast booth at iHeartRadio talking about psychic shit. So I think you won. I yeah. think your mom was right. Go, Sandy. Go, Sandy. Um, all right. So next question. Your favorite movie psychic Oh, well, there's only one, right? There's only one. Oh, yeah, I know who it is, but we'll give everybody a brief pause at home if they can guess who the only one is. One, two, three. Okay, now say your answer. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Yes! As Oda May. <laughs> Brown. Yes. Oh. And Ghost. So. So good. Classic. So same with you. Yeah. So insane. So perfect. Oh, she was awesome. <laughs> she was so great in that movie. And if anybody ha- who's listening hasn't seen that oh, movie, you probably shouldn't even be listening to this podcast <laughs> because I think that's a prerequisite <laughs> to, watch it. to listen to our show is to have watched Ghost. Yeah, it's so great. Um, favorite musical? 
So you basically would be un-American to not say Hamilton at this point. Oh, you would? Yeah, really. Okay. But before Hamilton, I would have to say wicked girl power. Oh, I like that. And it was actually open. So I'm going to add another question on for you. How about favorite musical that was a movie? I don't really like them when they're transferred to this. To oh, this good. Oh, really? You can't say Grease? We just said Grease before. Yeah, but that went the other way. It was oh, a movie fine. and then... <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I'm going to stick to the damn questions I had. All right, fine. What's your favorite nut? Uh, you. <laughs> True. Obviously. <laughs> Salted, roasted macadamia nuts. Oh, yeah. You do love those. I do you? love those. Yeah. All right. Favorite singer? Stevie Nicks. Yes. The Welch Witch. <laughs> right. Oh. And another re- prerequisite, I think, to listen to our show <laughs> yeah. is, is Stevie Nicks. Uh, I love her so much. Is there anybody else on your list? I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a couple for for favorite. Oh, there's too many. Is it too, there's, many? There's too many? Dolly Parton. Yeah. You wouldn't put Dolly Parton on there? Oh, absolutely, Dolly. I yeah. mean, a little bit nine to five. Mm-hmm. Shine, you know. Oh, you love that, yeah, right. I love yeah. that. I like sleeping single on a double bed. Yeah. <laughs> I won't sing for everybody yet. All right, favorite it's color. It's too early in the morning. It's too early, right. <laughs> favorite color? Purple. Okay, that's a duh for those of you who've ever met Brenda. Um, favorite thing in your closet? I have red moccasins that I love. <laughs> <laughs> My answer would be I've been out of the closet for so many years, I don't even know what's in it. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to get on to more. um, Oh, wait, you know what actually I have before we go on? And you have to, because you know this. I do have something favorite that is in my closet that you have seen a photo of. A photo. I was just going to say. In in a bathroom stall in in Las Vegas. It's getting good, folks. (laughs) This is the X-rated version. (laughs) Well, we're always explicit, so we might as well say it. Uh, I have a pair of undies that on the back say, it ain't going to spank itself. Because <laughs> it won't. It won't. It's like a true statement. You, you have to help people out. Right? Yeah, I do. We I, need each other. Right. <laughs> and, and, and so now when I wear those, my hiney has instructions. <laughs> um, and they're legit instructions because it's not going to spank itself. So, so it's a true statement. people actually see those instructions? That's my question. I, well, you know what? That's what I want to know deep in my heart. Possibly a lot. <laughs> okay. Definitely our gardeners. <laughs> possibly a pool guy. And for sure FedEx because of all the Amazon boxes I get. Okay. Well, so I think actually there's quite a crew out there okay. that see that it will not spank itself. Okay. <laughs> We're going to get on to... Um, more real questions about you. So thank you for indulging me, everyone, <laughs> and uh, the fun part of it for me. Um, so, but let's dive, like really dive in. And, you know, I, I think let's like kind of take the clock back to when did you first realize um, that you had abilities that were unlike other people? And by abilities, I don't mean you can like, you know, make a good dish or do laundry. I mean abilities. <laughs> Um, like your psychic abilities. So um, it's such a great question, and I get asked this Thank question, you. question a lot. But this, is, this question really is um, more about when I learned that other people didn't see spirits, okay? So because that's how I came to this planet, and so you think, you know, you think you're like everyone else. Like when you think about the household you grew up in and the sort of secrets that your house had and, and you didn't even know they were secrets until you got out in the world. I didn't know people drank coffee. 
Legit. My mom didn't drink coffee. Yeah. I didn't know everybody that coffee was a thing and because like, in my well, house. It's not a big deal. Why is everyone crazy about Why coffee? Why is everyone so crazy about this thing? No, I get it. So it's it's about, yeah. right, yeah. it's about the world you grow up in. Yeah, exactly. So my world, I saw spirits um, very young. One of the first um, memorable ones is when we were driving. Uh, so three kids, mom and dad in the front seat, three kids in the back seat. It was a station wagon. So, a woody wagon. Uh, right. So one of those where you put the, the way back down and you put the back seat down. So like it, National Lampoons. It, like, exactly. And so we are you know, rolling down, driving from Wisconsin to Texas in August with no AC. <laughs> so, oh Did they hate you? Did your parents hate their children? Because that's the only reason you would do that. Back in the day, my, my dad's my dad worked on the academic year, so that's when we took vacation, right? So, so and so we're we're rolling down the highway, and I am. You know, there's coloring books and crayons and regular books and, you know, there's all, you know, so we got this like campground in the back seat and I had a feather pillow (laughs) that burst (laughs) and my dad's driving through, you know, rush hour traffic and he is hot. He is pissed about this. Feathers everywhere. He couldn't see. And, you know, for not long, but for a very intense time, it was mayhem. It was just mayhem. And I couldn't stop giggling. I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. And my dad is railing. Like, I did it on purpose, right? This wasn't my fault. <laughs> I would have done it on purpose, but you would not have. <laughs> that is actually true. No, it's totally true. I would have totally done bullshit like that to my mother. Exactly. Um, and so when the feathers cleared, I remember seeing these little balls of light. And I think of them as energy balls. And they would form and come towards me and float away and get bigger and get smaller and turn colors. And so I think of them just as energy balls. And so I was playing with them and engaged, like, just in a distracting way. Like, it was like a little— How old were you? I was probably five— so you were doing acid when you were five. Is that what you're telling everybody? Is that you were doing acid? It's exactly what I meant. That's what I thought. Except, I've always known that about you. Except, except no acid, just no feathers. It was just, it was just this, um, this. It was like I had a playmate, right? And so I was playing for hours. So spirit made you feel better. Yeah, and they just came to like because I was feeling bad. A, I lost my pillow, so that sucked. <laughs> And B, my dad was really mad at me, and so that sucked. And they said, hey, that was a good time. Oh, my God, I love that. That was really sweet. So when did other people know that you had, or actually, when did you know that other people didn't have the same gifts? I'm going to ask my question better. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Because I know the answer, so it's unfair. There's a story, and I love this story, of when you realize that other people didn't see what you saw. Yes. I think I think it'd be great if you told everybody that story. So if you fast forward a couple of decades, um, so I'm in college. and So, um, so you're an educated hot witch. Yeah, so I'm an educated hot witch. And you just called yourself a hot witch. That was amazing. Just, I made that happen. Just playing with you. <laughs> so, um, you know, we're hanging out in the dorm room, and it's Friday night. We, there's wine. There's food. There's, you know, we're hanging out, and we're talking, and we're telling funny stories. And I say, and don't you love it when the spirits do this? And the room goes silent. <laughs> there's like just the first, first time in hours, there's the room has been silent, and it's totally silent. And they all turn and look at me, and finally someone says, how much have you had to drink? <laughs> and I was like, oh, never mind. And then the next morning, they're like, wasn't that funny when you said that? 
And I'm like, oh, I don't remember saying it. I just, you know. You're like, I was drunk. Yeah. I don't remember saying it. You know, and it never came (laughs) up again. So I learned very quickly, this is not something we talk about. Okay, so you're a college. So it took that long. Yeah. For you to kind of figure. I I mean, I get it. It's, It's like I was, I did not know. That there were other lettuces other than iceberg <laughs> until I was 25. That's more of a distribution thing. <laughs> but the same principle applies-ish. That if, if you don't know, you don't know. Well, and, right? and we've talked before, right, that I, I'm more introverted. And so I'm more— Wait, you are? I'm just Me little, too. I'm a little more— <laughs> I'm just a little more quiet. So if someone doesn't ask me direct questions, sometimes I won't, you know, be a little chatterbox. But so, you know, I just never brought it up. That's all. So did you, okay, not bringing it up and being somewhat of an introvert, did you um, learn in your life if anybody else in your family um, has these same abilities then? Um, yes. My mom um, my mom is very intuitive. And, you know, during the 70s, during this um, sort of, time when sort of being in touch with psychicness or ESP was kind of hot. Like she had some books and I think she maybe kind of hippie-ish. Yeah, kind of and took a class. Oh, I love the hippies. Yeah. And, They're just disorganized. Um, but but I love them. This is one of my favorite stories about my mom's intuition because she uses it all the time and it's it's um, a guiding force for her and she pays attention. She's really good at that. So in 94, there was the LA earthquake, right? Um, that happened over a holiday weekend. And during the time— That was Northridge earthquake. Thank Just you. for those that are uh, playing at home. Yes. That was a Northridge earthquake, and it sucked ass. Yeah, no, no doubt, right? So that weekend, I was visiting my brother and his wife, who lived in L.A. And my brother was sick at the time, and I wanted to spend every minute with him that I could. And during our weekend together— we, you know, we just had a ball. We had people over. We went, you know, had a game, had a party, lots of food, lots of fun. And during this event, his two little Yorkies that are the sweetest dogs in the world, they started fighting. Like, er, you know, not play growling, but like really biting each other. Like, like aggressive. At the throat, like 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 going for it. I was like, what is going on? That's not right. That's not right. That's like when I don't have sugar. <laughs> I get it. Noted. I'm, I, I'm a Yorkie when I say it. it's true. But, yeah. So um, so I knew like something was on edge and then I, you know, I just felt like something wasn't right. And so I didn't know what it was because there was a lot going on and, you know, activity. But I said to my brother Mark, I said, I'm, I'm going to leave early. I'm going to leave tomorrow instead of Monday. So I'm going to leave on Sunday. Um, because the dogs were fighting. Well, because something was off. I just, all I said to him was, I just have to get back. And he, you know, was so loving and so cool. He's like, sure, of course, we'll take you, we'll take you. And so um, off I go to the airport, and I'm standing in line to change my ticket, because it was 1994. (laughs) No American Airlines app or Delta app available. So I have to change my ticket, and as I'm standing in line, you know that rumbling that happens on the earth when a big truck drives by? I do. So I feel that, and I'm just standing there randomly, and I turn around to see the truck that's driving by, and of course, there's no truck. It, there's nothing there. And I just kind of noted that I'm not from a place that has earthquakes, so it wasn't in my consciousness. Did, did you think other people felt that, or did you just have that sense no one that else. you felt like you got the vibration? I got the vibration. You got the vibe. But no no one else moved. No one else did anything. Got it. Um, and so I fly back to—I lived in Dallas at the time, and my boyfriend at the time uh, lived close to the airport. So I got in late, and so I just 
went to his place instead of going home because it was a holiday weekend, so we could, you know, have, like, brunch tomorrow or the next day. Just to set the stage for everybody, was it DFW <laughs> or was it Love Field? <laughs> I lived in Dallas. I, could, we, I hope we have people that are listening that are from Dallas and they want to hear their airports. It is DFW. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for clarifying and bringing clarity to my story. It was my pleasure. So, uh, so I'm staying south of DFW and, uh, and, you know, having my holiday weekend, not thinking a thing of it. Meanwhile, the earth is literally shaking that morning. It's in, opening in, up. In, it's swallowing in, Los Angeles. Yeah, it's really, really not good. And I have no idea because I'm not paying attention. I'm kind of off the grid sort of. And my mom is in Wisconsin. Sandy. And she wakes up at the time of the L.A. earthquake and knows something's wrong. So she turns on the television. And unbeknownst to me, she can't call Mark and, and Anna because the, all the phone lines are out. And she so and she can't call me or she called me and left messages um, at home, but no cell phones. So she calls my work and they're like, oh, she's missing her brother in L.A. <laughs> she's like, ah. But when I finally got a hold of my mom, which was midday on Monday, she says her words were, I couldn't see you in L.A. I couldn't see you in L.A. So she was like remote viewing, she, effectively. Right. She would not use those she words. Did, she wouldn't use those words. Right. Yeah. But she was remote viewing. Right. And so she was saying this. She said, I I know we're going to say goodbye to Mark early because he was HIV positive, but I wasn't ready to lose you. And I just couldn't deal. Like she was flipping out thinking that. I wasn't there. Like, she was scanning L.A. She didn't think to scan for da- in Dallas. <laughs> why, would, why would I ever leave my brother early? Right. Right. Except So I, Mama Sandy yeah. got some gifts. That's just one example. But yeah. one, she got a lot of gifts. She got a lot of I gifts. I mean, let's be yes. honest. She's Sandy. Yes. So that's it. And now, wait, do you, don't you have—are there no other relatives that have these gifts? I don't know. Like— Well, my— Or have they encountered— well, my People dad these gifts. grew up on the Texas-Mexican border, and there are lots and lots of stories coming out of that environment. <laughs> so one of um, so my my dad comes from a family of eight children, and they found um, in the riverbed where they would like shoot BB guns, right? So they're going to the river and they're talking and or, you know playing their kids playing, and they found two dolls. <gasps> like voodoo dolls? <laughs> like I didn't say that word, you did. Oh, <laughs> yes. I, I did not see them, but they had these that two voodoo you do. do. <laughs> these two dolls that were um, wired together, wrapped together, facing each other. And they didn't know what to do, but they knew that it was the village witch who did, yes. they knew it was her work and so they left it. But somehow she knew that they were there. And so when they came back to check on it a little while later, now granted their kids, the dolls were still there, but they were tied back to back, and they had no more children. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, so then you're saying—I'm going to summarize that one. <laughs> the village <laughs> which messed with your family. I, I just Maybe, shared this story. Oh, my God. That's, wow, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so— uh, Mom Sandy, Village Witch, we've uh, <laughs> we, we've addressed. This is so great. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. 
Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com. So you know you have all these gifts. When did you decide to move forward with them or like to make it, to make them heightened, to practice, well, learn more? Really, what... Um when I came out of MBA school is when I decided I was going I just to- want to note, everybody, <laughs> that Brenda has an MBA. So when I came out of school, graduate school, I, I was ready to find a tarot teacher is really what happened. So I found my, <clears throat> my tarot teacher, and I had three lessons over six months, and then I was ready to go. And so I started reading for friends, dinner parties. I was a very popular guest. I bet you were. <laughs> and, and so I would read for these dinner parties and have such a great time, and it was so much fun. Because we have party tricks. Yes. Our people oh, have yeah. party tricks. Oh, yeah. We're, we're great party tricks. I mean, so those of you that have the psychic abilities, you are always welcome at parties. Yeah. The only thing I would say is that for me— being the sensitive one, right? I prefer when people come see me before they've had alcohol. <laughs> oh, I love the boozers. See, those are actually my favorite ones. I know, those especially, are your people. <laughs> they're my people. And especially when I've had it, because I can see people's spirit animals. And so if I start tying one on, I mean, I see a zoo. It's fantastic. But this isn't about me. Go. <laughs> You took tarot classes. <laughs> so you did, took a lot of them. I, I took three. I took, That's well, a lot. Three lessons. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're so funny. So, and then, um, so when, then I got transferred to Cincinnati into my, my finance role. <laughs> Brenda was corporate. I was corporate. Corporate witch. So one day my guides literally drove me from headquarters up to to this neighborhood I'd never been in before. Um, so Cincinnati is nestled between seven hills. So they drove me up one of the hills and parked me in front of a shop. And I'm like, okay, walk in. And this woman says, can I help you? I'm like, no, I'm just looking. I, like, I had no idea what I was looking for. And it was in two, maybe like three rooms. And so I'm walking around looking at everything in this small three-room shop because I know I'm, I'm there for a reason, but I don't know what it is. So finally, I wander. So wait, so this is before then you really got connected with your guides. Like, and I, I knew my guides. but You, you I, knew them at that time. But they weren't individualized. Like I knew I had guidance. So I'd hear things. I'd see things. I'd Kind of like in things. L.A., you got sense. Right. You sensed things, but you were not as connected to them well, as you are today. So I'm in this shop, and I walk around, and I know that there's something there for me, but I don't know what it is. So finally I get to the, the back little room, and in the furthest corner there's this door. And in the doorway, with a thumbtack— stuck into the door with this little recipe card that says, readings, Friday and Saturday night. <laughs> and I was like, 
oh, my God, I'm home. I found a place to do readings. I was so excited. I think I floated back to the front room where the, the clerk was, and I said, hi, I just moved here from Cincinnati, or from, from Dallas, and I really, uh, I'm a reader. I'm looking for a place to read. Any chance that you have openings for readers? And she's like, oh, darling, we've had the same readers for 20 years. I think we're good. Thanks so much. And I, you know, kind of get this push from behind me that says, okay, so I reach into my bag and I, I pull out the only card I have, which is my Procter & Gamble financial analyst card. <laughs> that to me is like a joke card. I know. I mean, if I wanted to go mess with people and say, here, meet Brenda, and I would hand them that card, it, it's like I'm playing a prank. I know. It's so good, right? And so I hand her this card and I say, look, if something changes, please give me a call. And she's like, oh, sure, I will. Absolutely. Thank you. I'm like, no, for real, I need you to do this, is what I was thinking in my head. Because I knew I was there for a reason. And sure enough, a week later, not 10 days, like a week later, I get this call that says, you're not going to believe this, but one of our readers is moving to Florida. I'm like, yes, I do believe that. And so then she asks me to come up and do an audition reading. And of course, you know, I panicked a little bit, like, what what is that an mean? An audition reading? Audition reading? Like, how's that different from a regular reading? Oh my God, what if I fail? What if I don't make the call? It's like, you know, you get those little voices, right? So no, I, I don't. Actually, when, no, I do not know what you're talking about. <laughs> Actually, I don't. But continue. Most humans might get that. <laughs> so I go and I do this reading and I give her you know, what I think is a great reading, just straight down the middle, really nice. And she seems pleased with it. So I'm the reading's over and I'm picking up my cards and shuffling them. And I just ask her very casually, I said, you know, just one question. What are you going to do with that young man that your family doesn't know about? And she looks at me and she says... You're hired. <laughs> <laughs> I have to clap. That deserves a clap. That's fantastic. So, yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. So have you had um, any trade education um, training? Yeah, absolutely. Ab- Give us a little absolutely. feel for it. Um, so many, um, so many great teachers. Um, I had a meditation teacher, a number of them, and but most of my deep, deep, studies have been at Camp Chesterfield, which is a spiritualist camp in Indiana. So at this camp, do you macrame? Because <laughs> no. that's what we did at camp. No, no. It's kind of like that, but different. Because <laughs> <laughs> macrame is awesome. Now, did they make you peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, or did they feed you like the Ayurvedic kind of stuff that I don't like? Well, I would say that... Um, the, the food is not the highlight of Camp Chesterfield. <laughs> it wasn't when I was there. It may have changed. Well, I need to work with them because yeah. I can help them with their extracurricular activities. <laughs> yes, I can do macro. Um, and the oh, peanut butter and jelly. You would love because they have spirit art. Well, you go into meditation and you draw what they what they show you. And you have uh, development classes and you, there's astrology and numerology. Did you do spirit art? I did not do spirit art. I no. want to go do spirit art. Okay, we'll go do spirit art together. It'll That's be fun. amazing. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, there's there's all kinds of classes. There's uh, prayer classes and meditation classes and uh, religion classes. And I mean, it's I'm just, back at. I'm still stuck on spirit art. Yes, spirit art. I did not hear a, a word that came out of your mouth after that because all <laughs> I have had to listen to the playback. <laughs> I will, but all I heard was spirit art, and I keep seeing all these things in my head that I really want to go do. So I think that we need to go do that together. So you're trained, I think, is the answer to that. And then we have great seances and. And you give uh, like flower messages and yeah, all kinds. Oh, we have so seance. Can we lift a table? Do they do that? They, do they levitate? No, they don't do table to table. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> screwed Camp Chesterfield. And Camp Chesterfield rocks. And they're no <laughs> peanut butter jelly serving <laughs> macrame making camp. Um, so I also know that the work that you do 
um, can be very intense. I mean, can you, of course, there's messages and things that happen when you look at somebody and say, so what are you going to do about that young man your family doesn't know about? <laughs> that stuff happens. But there's also, there is depth and and to, I think, what you have experienced. There's been depth what I've experienced. So if I've experienced depth, then I'm like a bathtub compared, compared to your ocean of psychic abilities. It's totally like that. Don't listen to her. People seriously listen to me. Don't listen to her. <laughs> um, but what is what is like? What's some of the most intense stories or experiences that you've had because you are so sensitive? I think, Anna, for me uh, personally, the the two like global kind of events that really like just kind of entered my sphere, my nervous system, was nine eleven. Like the week before nine eleven happened in the U.S., I was. So on edge, I I couldn't sleep. I was I was snippy. I was edgy. Kind of like your brother's dogs before they were. I was like, yeah, I, w- I was like. For, I mean, I'm actually yeah. not joking. No, that, I, I joke a lot, but yeah, that is not you know, to me a joke. Yeah. It's like that's when you start paying attention to yourself, and you there's these changes, and you get snippy like a Yorkie. Something's gonna happen. Something something's going down, and it was, and and the thing is, like you you do feel a little crazy like like you're like oh my god I don't know what's wrong with me like I'm I'm doing all the tools that I know to do that that help and I'm taking care of business so it's not like I'm on edge or stressed because of external stuff but what is it like there's something not right it's just not right and you can't you can't settle it no matter what and um and then of course 911 happened and then after that like the month after all in the dream state I I have specific memories of helping spirits reunite in the dream state with their loved ones for a last goodbye. Aww. And so that went on for another month. So it was like six weeks where I was just trashed. You were t- I, yeah. And then yeah. I think there was also the tsunami. Oh, the tsunami. Because I, I, I didn't know you 9-11, but I knew you. We were friends yeah. during the um, tsunami in um, – uh, Thailand. Yeah, it was. It was really. It, it was, and I was home. And I again, it was. It's just that edginess. Can't sleep. Um, just feeling like in the like the nervous system is just running raw, and didn't know what it was, and didn't know what it was, and didn't know what it was. Yeah, it was super. Yeah, it was that's super, intense. Yeah, it's super. Intense. And I think we have a recent one too that you felt, which was, I mean, uh, listen, I we're not going to get political yet. Um. <laughs> By yet, I I hope we do. Uh, no, I can't help it. We will at some point. But there, um, I mean, all the mass shootings that have been happening, and there was one in your own backyard, effectively. So I live in Cincinnati, and Dayton is, you know, just basically depending on you're driving, like an hour north, not not quite. And um, versus flying, versus flying, <laughs> like on your broom. How fast is it? How fast? How far is Dayton on a broom? <laughs> so what happened is the the time that the the weekend that the shooting happened in Dayton, I wasn't in Cincinnati, and I was in Columbus, which is also very close, right? Two hours from Cincinnati, an hour from Colum- um, from Dayton. And it was supposed to be like this weekend away, like chill factor, fun, you know, see a concert, have fun. And I just wanted to get home the whole time. I just wanted to get home. I just wanted to get home. Like I just – I was – I was really that edginess, and I just thought I just wanted to get home because sometimes I'm like that. <laughs> but but it, it it was it was bigger than that, and and so just that when that edginess happens like that, I just um, yeah. Did they did any of them come to you see you? Like did you help reunite them, or was that just more of a 
Actually, because it's, because it's so close to Cincinnati, I was dealing more with physical people who oh, who are tied course, to that community. Of course, of course. Like when when uh, Suzanne and I lived in LA, um, we had friends that were affected by the Las Vegas shooting, oh, and yeah. so we were dealing with their loved ones because right. of the connection, the, exactly. the closeness to them. Exactly. Okay, so we went really intense just then. So now we're going to um, pull up for that. I, I got to know, why haven't you written a book? <laughs> You've got great stories. You have great instruction. I didn't write a book because you did. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote it about you, mostly, a lot about you. So a little about me. if anybody actually wants to write a book, but you don't want to write one, find a me find in a your friend. life. Find a friend. Phone a friend. <laughs> who you'll tell all your stories to and help them through the grieving process, and odds are they're going to write a book about you. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. One of the thing, one of the many things I think, Brenda, that makes you so different than other people in, I was going to call it our trade. I like to call it a trade. Like we, <laughs> it I mean, gives, gives it some esteem. <laughs> it does have esteem, and and there are tools, mm-hmm. right? Like, and I actually have a little tool like chest at home with all my stuff and things in it. So, you know, you're so different people in our trade. And I think one of the things that was shocking to me once I got to know you versus what my image of people who have your gifts are. You have an MBA. You mentioned that you were an MBA school, but like, let's bring this back. You have an MBA. I, I barely got through school. <laughs> I did. It's, it's a, that's a really, it's a true story. I mean, I cheated my way through high school and that was in rural Oklahoma. So, you know, it really wasn't <laughs> meant to be in education. Um, but what inspired you to get an MBA? Well, it was I was in, living in Chicago, and I was doing a sales job in selling training and development programs to businesses. And I liked working with businesses. My mom was a, a big role model for me. She was in sales and business, as your mom was a role model to you in many ways. And my um, mom cussed a lot. <laughs> Everyone's welcome on behalf of Margaret. 
<laughs> and um, and so I knew that I wouldn't stay in that job. And so the guy I was dating at the time, we decided we'd go to MBA school because why not? Oh, my God. <laughs> you're such a joiner. <laughs> it's like, so wait, you were that kid if your mom said to you, um, if so-and-so is going to jump off a cliff, are you going to jump with them? And your answer was yes. <laughs> well, it just seemed like a good idea. And so you I'm decided like, to go. I'm, I'm free on th- to Thursday. I can go to class. I'll I can go to class. <laughs> okay. So you did it for that reason. Someone took the GMAT and someone took it. So yeah, it was great. That's amazing. <laughs> Um, so, okay, what have you done with it? Well, what did you do with your MBA, Brenda? What did I do? Well, first I got a job as in a customer service center managing 30 people. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was, sounds like a nightmare for you. It was so much fun. <laughs> Actually, it was so much fun. They were the nicest people ever. We had a great time. I had a great time. And then they closed that, that customer service center. And I, mostly it was fun because I had this team of people that were really experienced, so they taught me everything I needed to know. Oh, <laughs> they, my God. That's perfect. They were awesome. That's perfect. And they, so they closed that, that customer service center, and then I transferred to corporate headquarters. And that's when I was on in finance and logistics. Okay. Then after that, though. After that, though. After that, I think it got, like, super interesting, the kind of work you started to do. Because so, didn't you do executive coaching? I still do. <laughs> yes. Don't you do executive coaching? <laughs> yes. I work as an executive coach. And it's really, um, it's it's a great mix, I think, to help people and coach people because I have the business training. I've worked in business, and so I understand political systems and financial systems and people systems. And it's, you know, mixing that with the guidance that comes and the intuition that comes, it's it's a great offer. By guidance, uh, you mean all the voices. <laughs> <laughs> See, I always I, – and I know because we've talked about this and, I mean, you guys are are hopefully now dedicated listeners. What is so incredible about, I think, Brenda doing this is people get weird when they know that you have psychic abilities and you also work in the business world. And I think it's amazing because it's a shortcut. It's like – because I worked with you in that capacity yes. and um, when I was at 20th Century Fox. And I'm going to tell you, it saved my ass because there was no, like, going down some time path. Let's give this a try. Yeah, <laughs> let's try this. Let's try that. And you're like, no, my elf. And you flick me on the forehead. It's like, no, you're going to do this. You're going to try actually to go into a meeting and not speak, which was weird. Um <laughs> But I, it's like, but but it scares it scares people, right? And and that was such a big thing for you to do this to be out and about in the world and people to know, you know. So um, well, and again, pe- my my corporate clients they know I have a good intuition because they're like, look, I'm going to run this by you. Like that's what they'll say, but they they may not know the extent. Right, the extent. Yeah, but yeah. then I also have other. Leaders who actually only, you know, they don't even know that I work as an executive coach, but they'll come to me. A lot of entrepreneurs will come to me and book quarterly. Yeah, I, I, I know one. Yeah, well, they want, yeah, they want to know. They want to know. Yeah, they yeah. do want to know. Yeah. It's, it one is, of my clients it, was actually on the cover of Fortune magazine. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. I, I look at it like um, when you compare it to something like therapy, right? Yeah. It's like you get a good psychic on your side and you just saved yourself tens of thousands of dollars in 10 years. Yeah, and and just time. Right? And that's the ten yeah, years you just yeah. saved yourself a lot. Of, now I don't want to diss traditional therapy because that's not what that comment was meant to do. Yeah. But if you can do both, thing. it's kind of great. But you can really save yourself. Um, so and I'm actually trained as a coach. I didn't right. just decide to leave business and go. Now I'm a coach. <laughs> Some people do that. Yes, <laughs> that's true. I remember you had called me one day and you said, "I need your help, my elf." 
um, you're in marketing because I'm starting a new program. And you were looking for a name for it. And I remember you emailed Document Assuming I wanted to read about what it is that you were putting together. And it was, it felt like warm magic mm-hmm. to me. And you ended up calling it uh, Athena's Magical Secrets. Yes. Um, and that's what you're currently doing today. And I think it would be great if you just tell everybody what this is, because there's, I, to me, there's, n- I've never heard of anything like it in the world. <laughs> well, thanks. Hot, I lo- I love hot witch. <laughs> Oh my God, please no. Um, so the goddess Athena came to me a while ago, uh, 10, 10 years ago now, almost, and said, look, bringing the strength of the masculine thinking, because she is a goddess of mathematics and law and medicine, and she is also the creator of weaving of the flute, like music, like more traditional, the sacred feminine. So she weaves both this energy, right? She's the warrior goddess. And so she's sort of my patron saint of my corporate program, training program called Athena in Action for executives. And I started that program. And literally, as I'm delivering the first day of this program, I'm so excited. It's a six-month program. Excited slash terrified. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same chemical reaction in your body, right? (laughs) And so... um, as I'm sitting down after a presentation and putting my people in a breakout session to go work on this, I literally hear, we're not done. Like, that's that's what I hear. And I'm like, of course we're not done. It's the first, first half day of a six-month program. Of course we're not done. And she says, there's more, but I'll let you, you know. And I'm like, okay, great. So I'm like, just let me get through this two days. It was a two-day kickoff. And over that weekend, she said, there's another program. And this is what turned into Athena's Magical Secrets. And it's a, a safe place for women to come and reconnect with their sacred feminine, their magical gifts. And there's a remembrance of your intuition and your guidance and your creativity. And they get some balls, too. I mean, I'm just going to, like, flat out say it. And that's the masculine part, right? right? Because it's both. You weave it in there, and you teach them to, like, find their lady balls, which I think is so important. (laughs) Now, why didn't I name it that? (laughs) (laughs) Athena's lady balls. That would have been a really great name for the show. Because during that time, we were talking during your development, and I had told you a story and I remember I was I was an adjunct professor, even though I'm not really the best um, educator in the world. And my students, my little dipshits, were trying to boss me around, trying to push me around to so they could pick who was in their groups at a group assignment for them. <laughs> and I remember telling you, because I told them, I was like, fuck you fuckers, I'm in charge. And then all of a sudden you start telling me that you start using that in your totally. class. It's one of my favorite. Lady balls. <laughs> Hashtag <Yeah>. lady balls. <laughs> Such a great phrase. And I do use it in both my Athena programs because it's such a great— And you're welcome. And it's so clear, right? It's so yeah, clear. fuck you fuckers, I'm in charge. <laughs> it's fantastic. So Athena's Magical Secrets is exactly that. Honoring the masculine world, right? The world was built by men, privileged men usually. They broke it. <laughs> P.S. They broke the world, but go ahead. And how to honor the world that we are in and weave in and remember our magic. That's what the whole journey is about. It's inc- I, I think your program is is unbelievable. It's so fun. So I, I think what we should do um, in our last uh, goofy-ass questions, because I have to bring those back. <laughs> um, opening and closing. Opening and closing <laughs> with something silly and goofy. It's kind of goofy, but if you could wave your magic wand, because I know you have one, over humanity, what would you ask for? Mm. 
That's a hell of a question. That's a great question. <laughs> of course, Julie's first response is candy bars for everybody. Yeah, candy. <laughs> or, or pie. <laughs> pie for everyone. Cherry pie for the world. <laughs> but really, this is... When you get in touch with the spirit world, what you're able to see and one of the gifts that shows up all the time is the energy behind everything. We have these great, compelling world in front of our eyes, right? We have pretty clothes or great hair. Today, we've got the glam squad. So, you know, we're all shiny and bright. And, and drag. <laughs> and mascara, which just means drag for Julie. It does. But if we could not be distracted by that, honor that for the fun it is, and see the soul imprint and the soul energy and beauty and strength and scars and wisdom and giggles and blessings and struggles. If we could see those energetic imprints with everyone, the world would be so different. And that's that's what you would do with your magic wand. You know what it reminds me of? Rin is um you've heard like the tale of, you know, we have such issues in traffic, right? Like mm -hmm. we cut each other off and we'll speed, we'll be slow. And then we're, you know, yelling at people and having all the anger behind it. And then um, somebody was said that somebody is, let's call him Jim. Cause every, most guys are named Jim. On our show. On our show. <laughs> and I think in real life, but they say, but you don't know if that person was taking their parent to the hospital. Right? Like you don't know why they were in such. So don't be so angry all the time because you don't know the why someone's driving like an asshole. Sometimes they're assholes, mm -hmm. but sometimes exactly. they're actually doing something that's really important and they have to do that. And so your story about seeing the soul, seeing our soul, our imprint, our our the scuffs, essence. our essence Instead reminds of all me the stuff of that. We hide behind. Right. And just so surface, right? It's like you can just be mad at every driver no matter the reason, but just be mad at them. And I think that reminds me that I'm just trying to bring it to like a everyday. An everyday kind of thing is just to be able to see people really for their who they are, not what they look surface, like. Surface, not what they look like. Yeah. Especially me today, because I don't even recognize myself. <laughs> And it truly is the mascara. And your soul is just as sparkly and magical as always. Right. <laughs> it's just glitter yeah. flies out of my soul. Um, so on the glitter note, thank you for sharing so much about yourself today. <laughs> and you. I just, you know, I, it's so important because as we go down this journey together and then with you, our listeners, um, you know, I, tell us about yourself. Some of the questions that we ask, you know, some of your favorite things, L.A. or New York, just shoot us, you know, slide into our Instagram <laughs> and just let us know, you know, what you think. You know, what what would you pick? And I think with that, Bren, are we good today? We are so good. We are good today. <laughs> Thank you, Hot Witch. <laughs> Everybody have a fabulous day. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for joining us, everyone, and a special thanks to our producer, Maya Cole, who guides us while we guide you. Hit us up on Instagram at Other Side Guides, or shoot us a note at OthersideGuides at iHeartRadio.com, and you can even call us at 833-22-GUIDE to leave us a message. We want to know what you think, we want to know what you know, and we want to hear your stories. And remember, Earth School is hard without the other side. Insider's Guide to the Other Side is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
you wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And hmm. not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.